This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, Nadpoles. Caldwell here to talk to you about Hero Forge, the best place to get fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. I actually just built a version of my Underdark Gnome Illusion Wizard, Kraslo, for use in a home game my friend has been running, and it was incredibly fun getting to scroll through all the options and details to bring this mage-handed menace to life. Their easy-to-use design tools let you build your perfect miniature online using a fully 3D, in-depth character creator right in your browser. Oh, and before you ask, yes, Hero Forge has goggles, and yes, Kraslo is wearing them. So if you've been thinking about splurging on a miniature for your D&D campaign, wait no longer, because May 2nd to May 9th, Hero Forge is having a spring sale. You can get 10% off all physical miniatures and free shipping, including international shipping on all orders. The figures are tiny, but the savings are huge. To take advantage of this great offer, visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom miniature today and check back often because new content is added every week. Ooh, good to know. Kraslo just got a hat of vermin in the campaign, and I really want to find an annoying top hat for him to wear to represent that. In the meantime, that's it for me. Thanks for listening, and happy forging. Welcome to the campaign after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Bahumia, everyone. Bahumia. I'm your dungeon master, Brian Murphy, joined by Jake Hurwitz. Hard one, surefoot. Emily Axford. Moonshine Sabin, Light Sleeper, and Crit Keeper. Nice. <laughs> and of course, Caldwell oh. Tanner. <laughs> <laughs> Beverly Togold V, a lad of six and ten, who's no friend to horsemen. Oh. Mm-hmm. Very good. Thank you. Do I get a bark? Oh, yeah. You get a little pup. What? <laughs> I'll take it. Cute. Get yeah, that boy little, adopted. Little yapper. Mm-hmm. Get that yapper adopted. That's a rescue. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to segue into uh, we've got a couple dogs for adoption. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, Moonshine died last week. Let's all yeah. remember that. Oh, um, guys, let's do a little recap. So last week, you guys battled the Wraith on the Pale Horse, Death Incarnate, while Avatars of Death wreaked havoc on the city of Gladeholm. Moonshine was able to contact Papa across plains who woke Egwene. The two <laughs> sprang into action against the Spectral Reapers. During the melee, a few floated away to sneak up on Lucanus while he tranced alone in his chambers. But Papa Luke was able to sense their presence and yeah. blew them away with a cone of cold. We can't. We simply cannot so keep annoying. doing this. We simply cannot keep I doing this. I deeply apologize <laughs> from the bottom of my teeny heart. <laughs> you have a teeny heart. Yeah, I'm wrong to my, the core. My tiny little puppy dog heart. <laughs> right, right. We're all little puppy Don't break dog. my heart, my tiny little heart. <laughs> uh. Let us blow off steam, Daddy yeah. Murphy. We're in Shadowfell. Okay, Come on. Okay. Meanwhile, in Shadowfell, things were going well until death cast Power Word Kill on Moonshine, dropping her immediately. 
The rest of the boobs finished off death, then set to work reviving Moonshine with Bev's Revivify. After a nat one death save nearly perma-killed Moonshine, a follow-up nat 20 brought her back to life. Everyone bark. You got to. <laughs> the dogs love it. The dogs are loving it. Honestly, really, who did wow. let the dogs out? Yeah. Yeah. Who let the dogs who, who out? Did? Who did? The boobs rejoiced as Moonshine <laughs> spit up anti-life matter. Then everyone uh, got back to the task at hand, finding Lydia Stormborn. Moonshine cast Transmute Rock and turned the fallen debris of Deep Hollow into mud, allowing you to slide deeper into the mines. We scrumped. You scrumped. Once there, you located Lydia's cursed sword and freed her from it. Lydia revealed that she had opened a planar gate to Shadowfell during the destruction of Iron Deep, saving King Meganis and hundreds of other dwarves in the process. However, as rocks began to rain down from the crumbling mountain, she was forced to banish herself and everyone else into her sword to save them from being crushed. Once you freed her, she was able to free the other dwarves from her sword, including King Meganis. The dwarves were safe, but obviously freaked out and began screaming after suddenly appearing in a uh, cave full of ghosts. Mm. And that is where we are now. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? Oh, there's okay, ghosts okay. everywhere. Hey, there's down, ghosts everywhere. All right. Uh, I get a bunch of blankets out for people. <laughs> just like start wrapping people up. Uh, you start wrapping people up in uh, space blankets, yeah, in uh, astral blankets. I'm yeah. passing out bagels. <laughs> you start passing Ooh. out bagels. You gotta carb up, everybody. <laughs> All right. Carb up and calm down. I get a fire going. I see what sort of critters might yeah. make a jambalaya down here. <laughs> uh, yeah, you see that there is this instant panic, uh, but then Lydia raises her sword and she goes, Enough! You see that all of the ghosts that were floating around, like all of the blue ghosts, um, flock to the blade and they warp uh, their shape and turn into tiny balls of energy. And then you see as she swings the sword down, they all disperse and the ghostly energy goes into the crowd of dwarves. Like each ball goes into a different dwarf and just freezes them there in place. Oh, um, yeah, that's everyone, my fucking mom. Everyone quiets down <laughs> yeah, and Lydia yeah. just goes, just for now, just until we can talk things out. No, that yeah. was very reasonable <laughs> I, and impressive. You're the coolest mom. <laughs> <laughs> you're cool too, son. Uh, puts an arm around yeah. you. I hide a tear. <laughs> my mom would just count to 10 Hard when she was angry. Hard one, you a tear on me. <laughs> nah, it's, I spit on you. <laughs> is, is she razzing you, hard one? No, is mom, anyone razzing cool. you? No, 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 no. It's not like Stares that. daggers at Moonshine. <laughs> I'm staring right back. Come on, Lydia. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> um, you guys see that the only people who aren't frozen now, um, besides you, are Lydia, as well as a few of her shadow guard who she brought along. Uh, there are a few skeletal knights in various forms of decay, wearing black armor, as well as a few like shadowy wraiths who are wearing, uh, they kind of just look like floating armor. Um, and finally, you guys see Bev Sr. <gasps> appears from behind a crowd of panicked dwarves. Uh, he's got, he looks like he did in the Fey Wild, um, but more dead. He's got like his okay. skin is pale and oh. he's got um, the white beard that he used to have, uh, but he looks to have his faculties about him. He's not like taken over by hell. He effectively yeah. died when he sold his soul, but now he's in Shadowfell and he's back um, in control of his own body. And you see he pushes past the crowd. He's wearing um, black armor. He's got like a black cape on with some oh. like gold trim on it. Uh, and he runs up, he goes, 
Bev? Dad? Bev, is that you? Is that you? Oh, sweet pea. R.I.P. Sweet pea. R.I.P. Sweet pea. Oh, pour one out, Pops. Um, Runs out and grabs you oh. and swings you around with a big hug. <laughs> oh, it's so good to oh. see you, bud. I, like, breathe in his beard. It smells like a deader version of what he used to be. Does it smell <laughs> like, like sulfur? Like, yeah, no. <laughs> Stay away, Bev. Like, it's uh, mimic. <laughs> it's more like... Um, it probably like, smells like Eldritch Spice. It's like, deodorant. It's like wintry pine. Oh, even better. Yeah, oh, that's mm. a musk. It's yeah. a real like winter scent. Oh, um, gives Bev a big hug. Are, um, I, is it really you? Yeah, bud, I'm 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 here now. The Dusk Mother sent me to Shadowfell to do penance for uh, selling my soul there for a minute. Thanks again <laughs> for for saving me. Well, you know what? I forgive you. So that's that's one off the list. Okay. Oh, uh, thanks, bud. Well, um, kind of got promoted quickly. I was originally going to be one of the Knights of Penance, but <gasps> there's kind of bigger things at hand now than just the goings-on in Grimhawk, and they've kind of got a handle on it there. Uh, and you see Lydia goes over and puts her hand on his shoulder and goes, that's right, you're looking at the captain of my shadow guard, Beverly Togold IV. Uh, I click my heels and salute instantly. Well, 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 that's ain't my... this picture perfect? Y'all make a pair. Way oh. to go, number four. Thanks a lot, guys. Yeah, for real. I'm really sorry for anything I said in hell. I truly had no control over it. Yeah, I don't think anyone blamed you for that. Yes, I remember everything, which is the hard part about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah. no good. So I'm really sorry for, you know, everything, Bev. Truly, truly for everything. And I'm, I'm really, I'm really proud of you, son. Well, I couldn't have done it without you. And the power of reading. And I hold up the book. <laughs> oh, bud, you've been doing your homework. <laughs> Absolutely, any chance I get. And these two know how to read now, too. What? Ma- Ma- Mom, uh, I would never. Mom, no way. Don't believe Elias, this. what's your favorite story? I don't have one, Mom. I've never read a book in my life, I swear to God. <laughs> Wait, what? Do you think I think that you shouldn't be reading? <laughs> I don't know what to think anymore. I hold up behind him. I hold up Ulfgar goes punch and I point at hard one and give a thumbs up. <laughs> Loves it. Loves it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually used to read that to you when you were a baby. Well, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) But it's still your favorite book. Something's never changed, Mom. (laughs) Baby steps, you know? Uh, so you guys also see, um, obviously, um, Bev Sr. makes this whole to-do. He's this very loud guy. (laughs) Um, But you guys also see that Gunther has joined Lydia. He is oh. here. Um, when you saw him enter before, he was this confused spirit who couldn't make eye contact with you, didn't seem to know what was going on, but now he appears to have his wits about him. Uh, he is a ghost, but he lets out a healthy bear groan when he sees you guys. Uh, he's still a spirit, uh, but he has intelligent eyes uh, and seems to be in control of himself. Goes and gives you guys a hug, and a it just feels, hug. it feels, he gives you guys a ghost bear hug, and a hard wow. one. As he hugs into you, you feel like a cold chill. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Uncle. You're gonna Gunther. have to be careful with the hugs, there, Gunther. You see, hmm. Lydia starts to um, push him back a little bit. Um, you guys also see entering at the mouth of the cave is an undead rat man, uh, Uncle oh. Red. You see, he's got yellow eyes and missing patchy fur, but other than that, looks like the same old dirty rat man he always was. And he goes, ah, hey, the whole gang's here. I'm fucking dead. You fucking <laughs> killed me, Gunther, goddammit. Uh, he starts yelling at Gunther. Oh, 
Yeah, yeah, I know it wasn't you. It wasn't you. <laughs> oh, even you know, in it's kind of sweet. Like, if I had to choose someone to kill me, it'd probably be one of you, you know? Yeah. That's a weird thing to say, but I appreciate it. Yeah. To die oh, as your best friend. Right? <laughs> yeah, to get banished to Shadowfell by your son, I, I tell you, you see Bev Sr. starts to tear up. <laughs> oh, Chad. <laughs> Yeah, it was kill, an honor. You know, kill, you taught me everything I know. Kill your idols. It's in the green team <laughs> it's handbook. It's right in there. It's right in. The and you really are handbook. my idol, Dad. You really are. Oh, bud, you're my idol these days. Aww. Oh, look at you. You got the long hair. You're a flower guy now. I love it. You, you like it? Yeah, it's like not the, too much. Well, I spent a lot of time in the Fay Wild, bud. This is a real Fay Wild look. That's it, kind of what I was going for. Yeah, a you see, Durlin, he's a goddamn Durlin, hippie, man. Yeah, Durlin had a glow up. I think I could like pull it back to like a ponytail. What do you think? I think you could do a high pony. A high pony? I think you should do a high Don't pony. Be you could do a bun. You could also go for you. You could also go for one of those low, tiny ponies, like a <laughs> in like a Renaissance in like a Shakespeare play. Well, no, absolutely don't do that. <laughs> I'm just saying you could consider it. Hard you one. Know, would just... you would you give me the honor of giving me a top knot? I could whip something up. <laughs> <laughs> I might not know how to read, but I can do this left-handed. Uh, hard one, go ahead and roll for top knot. Wow. I kneel in front of hard one. Give him some of them dwarven knots that you gave me. Ooh. I'll use a luck point. <laughs> <laughs> do you have one left? I don't. I honestly don't know. But what do I add to? What do I add to it? Uh, let's just say proficiency. Okay, so that's a fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. Pretty you luck do, point. You do honestly. pretty good top yeah. knot. It's it's messy, but it feels like a style. Yeah. Does yeah, it look good? Does it look good? Yeah. I don't have a mirror. Does anyone have like a shiny shield or something? You want it to look like it didn't take a ton of effort. Okay, you yeah. You want to just throw it Kind up. of breezy. It looks, it looks good, bud. It looks good. Thanks, Dad. Thanks, Dad. I, I guess really I'll, appreciate I'll create it. a little water so that you can see yourself in the reflection. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to do water in his hair. <laughs> you know, little, can you put some in my hair? Yeah, put some water in your hair so you get beach waves. Me, yes. <laughs> you have hard one beach waves, and now everyone can go look in the puddle of water and admire their own reflection. Oh, it's salt water. Yeah, it'll stiffen it up a little bit. Yeah. You guys Great. also see, um, <laughs> who's just been quiet this whole time, um, also not frozen, is King McGannis with his king's hammer oh. at his side. Um, mm. He's sort of just wide-eyed, staring forward. Uh, I had said previously that all of the dwarves were freaking out, but since Lydia specifically grabbed him, he was with her in the sword, so she was able to explain things to him that doesn't necessarily make it any easier <laughs> to digest. It's still insane. He still had his entire city fall, and now he's in Shadowfell around all these people who are relative strangers. So he's here. He's not freaking out. He's kind of just, like, rattled and staring forward but looks confused Harwan, i don't know how you want to play this but if you want to do it dirty i can just send handy andy try and steal that <laughs> let's, not do, let's not do it dirty. Oh, okay i already dispatched him sorry <laughs> call it back call it back and have him comb my beach yeah, yeah you see you see red who's now this like little gremlin undead rat man comes up to you and goes hey man if you want me to fucking steal that off him i could not Let's We're play. already dead, man. Yeah. No, when I went to the, when I went to like the death place with like all the darkness, the only person who called to me was your mom. It was, it was bleak. Yeah. Man. Well, let's play. Let's, let's play it cool for now. I'm sorry to hear that, by the way. Yeah. That I know. Well, I could have just stayed. I guess I don't know. But if I could, yeah, get the whole, the whole gang back together. Yeah. You know? This is nice. Maybe we could all do a little arcade together. I heard. Yeah. I heard you guys had some wild times. I can't die anymore. Can right, I? I can't die twice. <laughs> I mean, you did, so you can. Yeah. Uh, can can I die, Lydia? Oh, you can absolutely be destroyed. Oh fuck this! <laughs> God damn it! Fuck. <laughs> um, 
You see um, Lydia looks over, um, sees uh, King McGannis looking a little rattled. Also, you've got all these frozen dwarves that have to be dealt with eventually. She does mm -hmm. not want to keep them like this the whole time. Um, you see she goes, okay, why don't we set up a place where we can all talk once things have calmed down. Uh, King McGannis, you can talk to your people and uh, get everybody under control. And you see he just uh, is staring forward and just nods solemnly. I give him a weird thumbs up. <laughs> He just tilts his head at you. What? Are, what is that? Hard ones. I talk to him. It's, it's a sign of positivity. So. <laughs> you mean like this gives you like a big, thick, hearty thumbs well, up? How'd you get it so straight? Dang! Take notes. <laughs> Holy shit! Uh, you guys see Lydia? I use the water to look at my thumbs up. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the pinky's supposed to be out. Isn't God, it? the king is wrong. <laughs> Um, you see that Lydia gestures to one of her shadow guard, a shadowy wraith with a black robe and hood with gold trimming and tall spiked pauldrons on its shoulders. Uh, it casts a magnificent mansion spell over the archway of a shallow cave. And as you guys cross the barrier into it, you enter a cozy version of Ember Heaven Castle, like a recreation, a smaller version of it. There's a little study with a burning fireplace next to a dining room with a long table, behind which is a recreation of the glass wall overlooking the Blood Star. It oh. gives the room a red glow. Uh, there were also doors to individual bedrooms and studies. And as you guys enter the mansion, um, hard one, you feel King McGannis puts his hand on your back and goes, you and I should probably talk. Uh, yeah, uh, of course, your highness. Is um, everyone sweating? I think he's just crying again. <laughs> okay. Red leans in. Hey, man, if you want me to, you want me to like get up under his ribs with like a knife Red, or something. Just, you, Andy, Andy's currently around wait, the shaft. All of you guys <laughs> go to another room. I can light okay, these fireworks. Right, just say right. the words. It'd be a great distraction. Right. Hard one. Your mom's the leader of like the dead. We could just do whatever we want now. <laughs> do it like we that. don't even have to be good. That's okay, Red, Red, yeah. wants some privacy. Okay, my bad. Uh, you see, he leans back. Um, as the rest of you guys are kind of like brought into the dining room, um, Lydia tells her mage to like whip you guys up some magic food and stuff and Balnor. Oh, I uh, definitely help the mage. Yeah. Help the ma yeah, he does. He makes some. Sorry, I'm better I don't at normally need to eat. So I figure, what do you guys eat? Like oats? Um, I whisper oh, to them. I can oh, work with oats. I can fuck with some oats. <laughs> yeah. Water and oats. Okay, well, we got to get some berries in there at least. I'll have some. I'll have some oatmeal, plain I think, oatmeal. I think we're gonna work plain on some. Plain oatmeal and hot water. I think we're gonna do sort of a breakfast casserole, maybe some oatmeal, chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> uh, I whispered to the mage, "Can you make like a tuna cake or something? It's our friend's card day." <laughs> oh. Um, I don't know what any of those words mean, but sure, I'll try my best. I'll help you. I'll help you make a tuna oh, yeah, cake. Yeah. I've never seen one, but except for in my dreams, and I'm ready to bring it to the real world. Sweet. So um, Moonshine and the um, Wraith Mage uh, begin putting together a tuna cake. As I'm doing it, I'm just like, you know I died today? <laughs> Oh, no kidding. I died 700 years ago. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's a weird feeling, dying. It is it's weird. It's different than going unconscious. It's a little different. It's a little different. And it, it, you are in a room full of people who are dead, so everyone's just like murmur, murmuring in agreement. It's just like really good um, It's, it's like, like really someone, good dinner party conversation. It's like when someone touches your elbow and it feels a little weird. <laughs> I'm yeah. like dabbing at the corner of your lips where like black life sludge <laughs> is coming out. <laughs> oh, sorry. Hopefully no more, no more of that comes up while I'm making a tuna cake. 
Um, so you guys are in the kitchen um, uh, preparing a meal, um, making conversation with Bev Sr. and Lydia. Meanwhile, hard one, you enter um, this private room with King McGannis. Um, you smell that? It smells like they're making tuna cake out there. <laughs> it's, it's extra tuna, mayonnaise-y. Tuna cake. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Um, you see you guys are in this uh, gothic <laughs> sitting room. Elaborate um, gold candelabras light the dark room. Um, there is a small table. Um, you see uh, King McGinnis plops down on one side of it um, and just holds the bridge of his nose and goes, What a day. Yeah. All right, I guess it's been a couple weeks now. Time goes by. Weird in prison swords. Yep, it's been a it's been a hell of a time, King. It really has. Uh, you see, he looks at you, uh, and he kind of narrows his eyes, and he goes, "I recognize you. Your mother said you grew up in Iron Deep." Yeah, I uh, I met you when you visited the dwarfenage. In fact, hmm, a dwarfen, tall dwarf, tall dwarf. Nods. The hairless. <laughs> <laughs> I understand you hold the Coldane and the bronze beard hammers. That's that's true, sir. You see, he looks down at his own, um, and then he looks back at you and he goes, Before they were given to our families, the three king's hammers were one mighty hammer forged by Moradin. They were split up for each family to found a kingdom of dwarves. They served our kingdoms well for generations, but those kingdoms are gone now. Yes, that's mentioned briefly in Ulfgar goes punch. <laughs> <laughs> you see, he, he nods real like, that's, a, that's fine literature. <laughs> yeah, Nothing I'm not bad. really a reading guy myself, but that's that's a hell of a book. It's the only book you need. Sire. <laughs> <laughs> just nods. It's like like agreeing with like your girlfriend's dad on something dumb, just like really respects it. The just nods forward. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid traits is all. Uh you see, um he pulls out his hammer and he kind of eyes it and he eyes you and he goes Perhaps if the free people of the world have united under one banner, the king's hammer should be restored as well. Uh, you see he holds his hammer out, the McGannis king's hammer, the prize of Iron Deep, this immaculate steel weapon with gold carvings and white trim, and he begins to hand it over to you. Hey, you know, we can combine them and I don't necessarily have to be the guy if, you know, if you want to swing it, I, let's just see if they fit together. <laughs> uh, you see, he, um, you see, it is clearly very difficult for him to hand this over and you see he starts to like pull it back and he goes, no, I'm not going to kid myself. I'm too old to fight the Allah and from what your mother said and what I've heard of you and your friends exploits. It sounds like you're the only ones that have a chance. And 
if I were to deprive you of this, I'll be dead anyway, and the King's Hammer doesn't do me much good. King, you were the first, the first person in my entire life that ever honored me in any way. You told me, you told me I was a dwarf when I was a young boy. This is the honor of my life. And if I can take this hammer, and if I can do anything to help our people, to help Iron Deep, and to help Bohemia, just know I'm doing it. I'm doing it for you. Your mother saved our city. My family owes everything to your family. But if we are both dwarves, we should let Moradin decide and do this the dwarven way. See, he puts the hammer down, and he starts to take his armor off. Let's let the gods decide. I want to wrestle you for it. <gasps> Give me one second to take my hair down. <laughs> you take your hair down. Um, hard one. After all this time training with Jaina, um, it occurs to you immediately that she knew he was going to do this. Um, you know how have expertise in athletics. Um, you may add your proficiency bonus twice to athletics. <laughs> That's Jesus fucking Christ. plus 10 plus whatever your strength is. Yowza. Fuck yes. Yeah. Fuck yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, you're going to be doing flips all over with the Oh. Ola. Thank you, Jaina. I'm going to I'm going to push you into so many athletics checks. <laughs> this is going to be fun just to see what you can get away with. Yeah, because Jaina like you have become a great warrior through using your magic items and through swinging your axe and your hammer and everything. But Jaina has been teaching you like techniques to be like a well-rounded athlete Fucking and a fighter. Leg sweeps exactly. And shit. Wow. So, um, um, you guys start circling around each other. Go ahead and roll uh, opposed athletics checks. All right. Um, he goes for you. Tries to. That's a nineteen for him. Uh, that's a thirty-one for. Me. <laughs> Um, he goes in to tackle you. You uh, get super low. I mean, this dwarf is three feet shorter than you. You stick your leg out and do like a, a mini judo throw, like throw him over your leg. Um, he lands on his back, quickly rolls and tries to dive at you again. Uh, go ahead and do another athletics roll. Woo. 25. That time he got a 30. So he does manage Ooh, to like grab wow. your leg okay. and start to tackle you. He okay. like grabs your leg and starts to get up under you. Um, and you saw him fight in the Coliseum too. It would be like a special thing. Like the king is going to wrestle this other dwarf from <laughs> Frostwind. Um, go ahead and make another athletic check. Dwarves are cool. It's only a 14 for him on that one. Uh, that was, that's a 36. Oh my God. No, sorry, 34, 34. Uh, another oh. thing where he's like grabbing your leg and making you hop on one leg, um, but then you just full on like kick him up into the air and slam him down. Uh, go ahead oh, and make another one. Good Lord. I'm really uh, <laughs> coming close to uh, crying. Don't go easy. Don't go easy. All right. Hey, I won't. 28. Uh, you win that one as well. He got a 23. Um, you slam him down. Um, you get into side control. You start like using your shoulder to pin his shoulder down. Go ahead and make an athletics check with advantage. Up, up. Wow. I rolled a nat one, but with advantage, that is <laughs> a 33. He's on the ground. He's furiously trying to get his one shoulder up while you pin him on the one side. And then you straighten your back and push your legs up and lean back and get on top of him. Push both of his shoulders on the ground and... You pin him. That's core strength. <laughs> you should have never let me put my hair down. Uh, you see he um, rolls off to the side, pushes you off of him. 
uh, starts trying to get his breath, and he goes, oh, well, you sure as hell wrestle like a dwarf. Uh, I was taught by the best. <laughs> Did uh, Bronzebeard show you how to do that? Yeah, that was all Jaina. God damn it, I should have known. She kicked my ass many a time. <laughs> Kick my ass, too. Um, you see he um, looks off and nods, um, gives you a predator handshake, pulls you in for a hug, um, and hands you the king's hammer. Go on now, son. You've earned this. Thank you. Thank you, King. Thank you. We've all earned this together. I <laughs> smash them together like two Hell yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you've got the combined Coldane, Bronzebeard, King's Hammer in one hand, and the Meganus one in the other hand. You slam them together, and there is a wave of concussive force that knocks Meganus back as the hammers combine into one mighty god's hammer. Fuck <laughs> The hammer has nearly doubled in size. The front face of it now has an intricate carving of Moradin's face, whose eyes light up with a purple glow. Uh, It's massive, but it feels light in your hands, and instantly you feel your beard start growing. (laughs) Yes! Yes! And your muscles start expanding. Wow. Until you basically look like how you did as a human. You look like a tall dwarf again, except you've got the little elf ears from still being a half elf. Justice for <laughs> our boy. Uh, uh, yeah, hard one cries a tear of joy again. Uh, <laughs> hard one, your strength score has risen to twenty-four. What? Oh God. What? The hammer now casts spirit guardians at a fifth level, absorb elements at a fifth level. And you may now use an ability called Thunderclap as an action. You send a wave of thunder energy out in a 30-foot cone from the hammer. Everyone makes a DC 17 con saving throw, and anyone who fails is stunned until your next turn. So it's a way to deal with, like, waves of enemies. You know what? I don't know if I can properly thank you for this. Do you mind if I call one of your ancestors? Um, yes, please. You see, he looks shocked because he just had the one king's hammer, and he's just looking at this insane hammer that was crafted by the gods. It's it's beautiful. It's better than any book could ever be. Even Ofgargo's punch. Honestly, sir, fuck books. <laughs> <laughs> and I call my dwarf daddies to... Uh, oh. to <laughs> Beverly Shivers. Oh, this feels good, man. Yeah, got to admit. This is prime form, my friend. Yeah, I'm feeling thick. Uh, you see that they are in a spectral hot tub. Oh, this is us now, man. <laughs> This is us all the time. <laughs> uh, and then we're going to cut over to um, Bev and Moonshine. Is there mm. anything you guys would like to do before you rest for the night? Because at this point, you guys have only taken like a short rest and done a zealous trance. Yeah. I definitely want to make sure that Moonshine's okay uh, after her death-defying oh, experience. Yeah. You know, it's all good. Dying was, have you done it? You know I have not. I'm I've gotten glad knocked to hear out. That. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, it feels it feels different. It's really weird. Yeah. But um yeah, I'm doing fine. I'm I'm back doing what makes me me, which is uh making food for other people. It's just so you barely touched your tuna cake, so I just want to make sure if you're yeah, all right. Well, it's a truly ghastly monstrosity of a meal. So actually it turns my stomach. <laughs> is to there work. any tuna cake left? <laughs> yeah, hard one walks out uh, of the room. Uh, yeah, see- I made you a bowl. 
Uh, Balnor, Balnor is just horking it down. Uh, it's freaking delicious, Moonshine. Balnor. Thank God you're here. You ate the candles. Uh, what? Wow. <laughs> Throws up anti-life matter. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, that got everywhere. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's like a, it spreads, I guess. It's unavoidable. I, you yeah, see, Moonshine, you're going to hack that up for a little bit. <laughs> you see Lydia does... Yeah, you'd know, right? Oh, yeah. It's a little anti-death matter. Uh, yeah, you guys see Hardwin walks out with his giant-ass hammer now. Whoa, what that is up? a hell of a oh, hammer, shit. my yeah. friend. Well, thanks for noticing. Uh, I got a new hammer. <laughs> that looks fierce, and you didn't have to steal it. I, you know what? I had to. I earned it a different way. I love it. Wow, you are crying all over. Am I? Yeah, I, I'm just. I think I had something in both of my eyes <laughs> and uh, in both of my nostrils because I'm kind of snot crying. <laughs> <laughs> you see, Lydia looks at you, uh, hard one, and goes, Elias, there's no shame in crying. Okay. No one make fun of Elias for crying, okay? Yes, ma'am. We only Is make, anyone razzing him? We only make fun of him for being embarrassed for crying. Put down the soul sword, ma'am. <laughs> Please. Thanks, Please. Thanks for sticking up it's for terrifying. me, ma'am. <laughs> it actually makes me feel pretty emotional. <laughs> uh, while we're all gathering, can I, like, pull my dad aside, maybe? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess, like, maybe we... Go over to like one of the other rooms. Yeah, yeah there's we like won't a. Interrupt you. Yeah, okay. you guys can go into like. <laughs> Hard one tags along. <laughs> yeah, Balnor's there play too. Play with your new sword. I mean, hammer. Uh, sorry, this is a bathroom. I'm uh, just trying to pass the candles. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bev, you go off. You go to like this little, um, this little like mini library with all mm-hmm. these um, ancient tomes. Uh, candles light the room. Wow. Your, your dad sits down with you. I kind of like uh, walk into the room and like play with the books on the shelf. Kind of look at them. Kind of killing time, trying to avoid the subject. But then, yeah, I, hey, uh, don't sign your name in any of those, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, too soon. Too soon. A little, a little bit. Yeah. A little fresh. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, I'm sorry about. Everything, I only did what I thought was best. And That's I, why I love you. I love you, bud, and I knew I knew you'd be able to stop whatever was in your way, even if that was me. Having to fight you was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. But I did it. And you, you gave me a strength that I need desperately right now. You've given me so much, and it's, it's time for me to stand up and, and give back to you and, and the world as well. I kind of fiddle with my amulet for a second, mm-hmm. and I like hold it out, and show it to him, and I say, I had to change the pattern. I couldn't bear to look at the, the sun anymore. I changed my oath. Malora helped me get power from myself and all of the people of Bohemia, but it still doesn't feel right. I felt the Dusk Mother reaching out. I felt the last bit of Pelor leaving me as I did it, and it just felt wrong. Did I do the right thing? You see, he takes a moment and he thinks about it. He looks down, and then he looks back up at you, and he goes, Bev, part, part of this journey is you becoming your own person. And if being a green knight to you means that you draw your power from Melora or from the realm of Bohemia, 
or from your friends. As long as you fight for what's right, that's what the light is to you. And I'm, I'm proud of you. You'll always be a part of my light, Dad. Wherever you are. You've always been the light of my life, bud. Gives you a hug. I give him a hug right back. Uh, and then while we're embraced, I kind of <sighs> sigh for a moment. And I'm like, you can't come home, can you? Uh, not yet, bud. But um, the good news is you and your friends are pretty powerful. And I'm sure you can facilitate bringing mom along maybe when this is all over. And then uh, when I've done my time here, when I've paid for the things I've done, we can all be together again in whatever our heaven ends up being. We'll keep the sticky buns warm for you. I can taste them already. I think we just kind of stand there hugging and slapping each other on the back <laughs> a little harder each yeah. time. <laughs> Good job, bud. Good job. Yeah, just like giving you like a real manly hug, yeah. but just like <laughs> choking sobs while yep. also just like yep. keep, you have to keep slapping him harder. <clears throat> Doing a good job there, bud. Love you, Dad. Sorry. Good Love talk. you, bud. All right. You. Sweet P-R-I-P-P. Oh, I, I I hear Balnor. He's having a real troubled time uh, in the bathroom. We should I help him out. can't pass the candles, Beth. <laughs> I got to go cleansing touch him, Dad. You don't want to be there for that. The you don't want to be there for that. <laughs> no, I'll be there for it. We're both going to go help him We're going to go help candles. <laughs> Let's go help our it dad, Dad. only one candle. It's his first birthday. <laughs> <laughs> it's his first card day. Oh, if, there, no... if another one comes out, that's a bad sign. But that was, it's a big candle. It, it was in, out. He's been eating candles. It was in the shape of a one. <laughs> it was in, it was one of the big candles, gang. It was a novelty candle. It was a candle and I ate it whole. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Bev Sr. and Bev Jr. go into the bathroom and try to help Balnor push through it. That's uh, what family does. Um, meanwhile, as kind of um, King McGannis is starting to lighten up, um, having a nice night, um, talking to Hard One, hanging out with him, uh, you see Lydia approaches you, Moonshine, oh. um, and she puts her hand on your shoulder and she goes, I, honestly, "Are you? Your son likes to be razzed. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, I, I was. Is this about your son? No, I, this him. is this is about this is about you. I, oh. as as a revenant, I have died many times, um, mm. but the first was the worst. Okay. Are you? Do you feel okay? You know, I I honestly feel pretty fine about dying i could bounce a couple other things off your noodle though <laughs> if you're gonna extend an olive branch i might just put a dove on it you know um sure let's let's go talk um yeah. she takes you into the room that um... more tuna <laughs> <laughs> no no but take the candles out guys <laughs> Again, Balnor, only yours had a candle. This it is was such a big candle. candle. <laughs> Bev, Bev Sr., hold my hands. Bohemia, <laughs> give us strength. Lend me your power. <laughs> Can I freshen your bowl, King? <laughs> um, she takes you to um, a little study um, and sits on the other side of a table from you. I guess I, I come down here and it seems like you are in an unsavory position, but you seem to be... Uh, thriving and I myself may be accepting in an interim position of leadership that I'm looking I'm looking to turn 
a frown upside down the way that you've done with Shadowfell. See, she narrows her eyes. What? Am I speaking too vague? (laughs) (laughs) Just what are you planning on doing, Moonshine? All right. I'll just spell it out. Your son, our friend Beverly, myself, the guy who's shitting out the candle. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Essentially, I don't know what Hard One has filled you in on, but when we were in hell, uh, we may or may not have uh, completely dismantled the power structures that be there and placed in their stead a bit of a stooge. Interesting. And I, nods. I myself was the person to cast Gaos, powerful spell, uh, powerful druid. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> to cast. She looks. She looks impressed. She nods. <laughs> wow. Cool. Powerful, powerful spell. <laughs> to cast chaos on, basically a friend. A friend is down there. I cast chaos on him. He is bearing the crown as best he can. But the I know hellf- that the Hellfire Crown. Yeah, the Hellfire Crown. Maybe you heard of it. Yes, if you remember, um, I was in the Chosen when I was a young woman, and yeah. we had to study history and. Uh, cursed artifacts and yeah. whatnot. So basically, I got a friend down there bearing the brunt of this burden. And after we do away with the Ala, I believe that, uh, well, I don't believe. I know that I'm going to go down there and I'm going to take it from him so that he can continue his life and I can figure out what to do from there. You see, she nods. So basically, I I see the situation y'all have here, and you've taken an unsavory position and turned it into something good. So I'm thinking, you know, what what are y'all doing to reform the souls of the wicked and and maintain a position of leadership that you don't necessarily want? Oh, I I very much want to be the leader here. I started out as a soldier in the Chosen. Mm-hmm. I. Married a man when I was young Mm -hmm. and we went off and we went on adventures and there were good times and there were bad times Mm -hmm. Everything happened with Galad. I was killed. I spent time as a lost soul on the astral plane. Mm -hmm. I have been around For a long time and for much of it. I've had other people telling me What I can and can't do Mm. I may or may not relate to that on some level. She nods. This is a way for me to take the power back. But I will also say that I had my family taken away from me. I was gone from the material plane for decades. I came back as a crazed revenant with... A single purpose. You look good, though. Maybe good revenue. <laughs> I, I stuck with the goth aesthetic. I think it works for me. Yeah, it really does. It Thank does. you. Don't tell Hard One I said that. <laughs> a pit is forming in Hard One's stomach. And <laughs> doesn't know why. You hear you hear a, a, a flirty laugh from inside the room. What the fuck was that? <laughs> um, and she goes, so for me... I had already lost everything, and this is me rebuilding. But Moonshine, you're you're a young woman. You have so many friends. You have mm-hmm. the Crick people. Why do you feel the need 
to do this yourself? Why does it have to be you? Uh, okay. Um, I don't know that I have a clear answer to that, Lydia. It's just, this is just kind of how I have been raised. I mean, I suppose that I come from a, I mean, I guess I come from a community in crisis. So we were kind of all trained to put we before me, not really as like a moral code, but more of a means of survival. I mean, I'm, I'm, I only get to do what I do because a lot of crick folk before me thought about me before they thought about themselves. So I suppose I'm aware that I owe a debt to this world. And, and truthfully, it's, it's probably the reason that I left the crick was because I was sick of everyone saying, you know, collective before the individual, make sure everyone's fed before you help yourself. But I also did turn my back on being the Meemaw, which I, I don't think it was a mistake because I know that there's a lot of other folk that could do that job just as well as me. But I am aware that I owe something to this world that I have yet to repay. I don't know. I guess I just never wanted to be the Mima. I wanted to wander this world. And I was hoping that I could give back in a way that I still got to do that. You see she grabs your hand and she pulls you in and she goes, All my life, people told me what I had to be. You don't have to be anything other than what you are. I know, but... What I am is a privilege that has been given to me from a lot of people who sacrificed what before me. What you are is one of the strongest druid barbarian heroes that have ever walked any of the planes. It's but one level, but it means a lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've seen the way you swing that sword, and I've seen you wrestle my son, and my son is very strong. Yeah. I don't know, just, I just think that I can do it. I think that I can do it and I don't want to leave Pendergreens down there. And more importantly, I don't want to leave something that future generations have to clean up. I think that's smart, but I also think that you don't have to do it alone. Have you talked to Elias or Beverly about what you're going through? Uh, you know, it just hasn't really come up. It hasn't come up. <laughs> I sense that you don't want them to worry about you. Yeah, that's probably true. If you want my advice and you don't have to take it, I think you should talk to your friends. Not because you owe them an explanation, but because you deserve to be heard. Okay. If I take your advice, it's only because you are a fascinating, imposing, intimidating woman. <laughs> uh, you see she leans back and laughs um, and pulls out her sword from the hilt uh, and starts polishing it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, and she goes, all right, now let's talk logistics. Does someone have to wear this crown? I, I truly didn't know. I just know that I need to get it off Pendergreen's head. Oh, Pendergreen's is my stooge. Okay, right. I, I, I gathered yeah. from context clues, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I just need to get it off Pendergreen's head, and I, I just, I think I could, I think that I could outlast the crown. I think I could outsmart it before it could corrupt me. Okay. 
But what? I agree that it is not it itself is not a good thing. Like I was saying before, I was in the chosen and we had to study cursed relics and whatnot. Mm-hmm. One thing I know is that the first people, the people who walked the material plane with the gods when the gods were still there, they all had blessed magic items and everything. The gods the gods were here. They they mm-hmm. made things for their champions. There has to be some way to destroy it. There has to be someone has to know something. Crazy and thing you all is, though, are, we were down there with Alanis and she didn't even know how to destroy it. Alanis is probably one of the most powerful wizards I know. That doesn't mean that she knows everything and it doesn't mean that she couldn't figure out if given the time. Yeah. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. You've got the city of Gladeholm. Yeah. At your fingertips. I got my my daddy's actually a wizard. (laughs) (laughs) Peepaw Luke, maybe. Peepaw Luke, right. (laughs) How much longer do you think your your friend will last down there? Mm, It's not a good situation. It's not a good situation. I mean, I cast Gaius on him, but it's... He's smart, strong. Um, <laughs> he's, he's. You got, see, your your sword starts flashing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Strong, strong smart. Yeah, right here. Don't forget. Strong, smart. Yeah. Um, you see, Lydia. let's just let's just leave it at he's more charming than he should be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lydia goes because I don't want to alarm you, but mm-hmm. if if this is something you're thinking about, yeah. You all have a big target on your back. There's chances that other people are thinking about this too. Whether they want to get the crown or they want to stop you from being able to do whatever you want to do. Is there anyone in particular who is after you or? Um, yeah. A kind of the living embodiment of famine is after me. <laughs> mm. Uh... You think that he might have plane shifted down to hell and watched me maybe have a tender interaction with my stooge? I can't say for sure. Oh, fucker. <laughs> okay. So you might be implying that we need to deal with that, with this situation before we go up against Theala rather than after. Well, you've got some time before Theala returns. Yeah. Okay. All right. I will... Perhaps approach my friends <laughs> with the situation and see if they would like to wet their their swords on some cursed items. Uh, I'm knocking on the door. <laughs> um, Moonshine, come quick! I think Baldor's about to pass his candle. Uh, okay. Push! Yes. Push! You gotta, you gotta help. Breathe. You gotta breathe, uh, Baldor. Uh, yeah, sorry, uh, Lydia. Uh, I think they are gonna need a powerful druid there for this I, one. I there might be some greater likely. restoration. <laughs> I see the base of the one. Uh, <laughs> I got a. I got a. I got a number two out. This number one. <laughs> Um, Moonshine, you come out, you hear the flush of the toilet, uh, your friends uh, and uh, King McGannis and um, Bev Sr. are there um, as um, Lydia and Moonshine uh, rejoin the party. Um, Balnor is um, super red-faced and uh, gasping for breath. This guy just threw another slice of tuna cake. Yeah. <laughs> Keep me away from that stuff. 
Uh, looks like we got a new card day tradition. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Next year, it's a two. Um, y'all, can I, can I bring up something that may feel scary? <laughs> nothing can be scarier than what I just witnessed. <laughs> yeah, Moonshine, nothing can rock us at this point. All right. I really think we've been through it all. Yeah. <laughs> this was like the 10th layer of hell. Howdy, Nadpoles. Caldwell here. I'm recording this ad literally hours before going to the airport on a trip to visit some family in New York. And if you're wondering, no, I have not packed my bags yet. Packing stresses me the hell out because I have to do wardrobe math about how many shirts and pants and underwear to bring. And uh, let me tell you, folks, I always get it wrong and I always pack too much. That being said, there is one thing that always goes into my suitcase without a second thought, and that is my Raycon Everyday Earbuds. Raycon offers amazing audio quality at half the price of other premium audio brands. And Raycon's optimized gel tips are designed to fit comfortably in your ears and actually stay there, which is good because it means I can go on a jog and not worry about them falling out and getting sucked into a sewer grate. Although I guess that's probably how the Ninja Turtles get their earbuds, so if some mutant creature living in the sewer happens to get them, I guess that wouldn't be too bad. But thanks to Raycon, it's not something I ever even need to concern myself with. So, if you're also going on a trip soon and are looking to bring along the perfect pair of earbuds, go to buyraycon.com slash pawpaw today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That is right, you're going to get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pawpaw. One more time, that's buyraycon.com slash pawpaw. All right, thanks for listening, and have a great trip. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody, it's Emily here to talk to you about Mint Mobile. It's spring cleaning. We're getting rid of the things that don't serve us anymore, and you know what doesn't serve anyone? Expensive phone bills. If you'd like to declutter your finances, it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. That's mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash P-A-W-P-A-W. $45 upfront payment minimum required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Goodbye, sweeties. Uh, I guess basically when I, when I went down to recast Gaius on Pendergreens, um... He's not doing so well, and really, that guy. I know it was a shock to me as well. <laughs> I definitely did not understand what he just said. <laughs> yeah, I catch about every fifth word. <laughs> um, and I, I was trying to keep it from y'all so that y'all could focus on the fight with Yala, but I believe that. I was I was hoping that we would just beat the all and then I could quietly go down and 
and figure out the hell situation by myself. Excuse um, me. What? Uh, yes. I was, it was, I was just trying to do it as a courtesy to everyone, but, uh, uh, your mom, hard one, uh, thought maybe it would be better if we did it together. My mom's awesome. <laughs> You're so fucking smart, mom. She, she tussles your hair. You're way taller than her. <laughs> Should we let a match or something? Um, additionally, maybe me plane shifting down there may have alerted to the horsemen the instability of the Hellfire Crown, and they may be wanting to use that against us anyway. So do y'all want to figure out how to destroy a really powerful cursed item? Yeah, if the alternative is you being in hell for the rest of your life. I mean, I'm an optimist. I think it'd be thousand years cap. (laughs) Still an easy question. Let's destroy that thing. Okay. I've tried wrapping cursed items in seaweed. Doesn't work out great. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, when that happened, <laughs> you remember that sword? Yeah, the yeah. one you kept playing when you said, oh, "I'm going to bring this to Erlen," mm-hmm. even um, though it was covered in plague. It was fully covered in plague. Uh, Erdan <laughs> almost died. That's why he's mad at me. Oh, as long as we're just like kind of in the uh, the zone of truth, the here. zone of truth, improvised. Yeah. Zone it's of nice truth, yeah. that we don't have to always cast. If it to we're be in it. if we're telling the truth, I want everyone to know. I I, I knew it was the candle. I knew <laughs> I I ate the candle on purpose. <laughs> it's actually less of a zone I, of truth and more of a throne of truth. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I I knew it, and I ate it anyway. That's it okay. Looked, you know it what? Good. <laughs> Um, I guess I should come clean. I I actually know I was pretty skinny these last few weeks. <laughs> and I'm pretty goddamn grateful that I'm that I'm thick again. <laughs> See King McGinnis gets teary-eyed. <laughs> Look at how fucking big his arms are. This is a big bathroom. <laughs> Just kudos, Mrs. Stormborn. <laughs> Why don't we get out of here? <laughs> As you guys are getting ready for bed, moonshine. You're thinking about what Lydia was talking about, about like the first people and um, how there were a lot of magical items and curses and everything back then and how mm-hmm. they must have had a way to deal with this. And presumably, would you like share that with, do you think? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, the only re- I, I definitely would fill everyone in on what Lydia told me. Sweet. So you fill everybody in on what Lydia told you and everything. And even she brings it up again as you guys are getting ready for bed. Um, and as you guys are thinking about that, go ahead and give me insight checks. Ooh. 17. Uh, 18. Uh, 16. Okay. All pretty good rolls. Um, pretty good. It kind of occurs to all three of you guys that there is someone you know who as their entire job, along with an entire order of monks, reads old ancient scrolls in an effort to become enlightened. Yeah. Are we near an ice cream store? Because I'm hungry for some scoops. (laughs) (laughs) I need some sprinkles and I need some tinkles. (laughs) Yeah, let's scoop. Yeah, let's go give him a ring. Sweet, I will trance. Hard one, I'm assuming you're gonna trance as well. Yeah, I'll do a quick eight hour trance. <laughs> I'm gonna, Why not? I'm gonna try trancing tonight. You know, I'm feeling a little more of the earth. I feel yeah. like uh, there's a, a pastoral, a bucolic texture to my skin. Get into it, Beverly. <laughs> yeah, you see Bev Senior goes, yeah, we're all dead, so we all just trance. Oh, cool. um, and yeah. everybody just sits in a weird circle <laughs> and stares wow. forward. Huh. Huh. I do that and then sort of fall back asleep. <laughs> <laughs> you instantly just like fall back in your mom's lap and she just rubs oh. your head. <laughs> I love my mom. 
then I guess tomorrow we'll try and go get Jonathan. Sweet. Yeah. Hard one is already knocked out. Um, you guys all go to um, bed for the night. Uh, you guys wake up. Um, King Grimthor McGannis um, gives you a hearty handshake, hard one, <laughs> um, and uh, Lydia goes, uh, and we should probably deal with um, the thousands of frozen dwarves out in the cave. Ah, um, oh, yeah, you left yeah, them yeah. frozen overnight. Oh, so, they're fine. It's They're in like stasis. It's, wow. To them, cool. it'll just be a blink. And so they they'll can... all be one day younger. Huh. That's a good way you to think of it. You should open a spa. <laughs> yeah, if anyone's upset, do you pitch it. Frame it like that. Uh, Frame it as an anti-aging. Yeah. <laughs> Tell them they got a free trance in. Uh, you see uh, King McGannis goes off. He's um, preparing to like break the news to his people and like calm them and kind of um, uh, you know like give them a, a big speech to get them to get them all in order. Um, but uh, you guys will probably leave ahead of them. So you see um, a little d- demon goblin red um, gives you a hug. A patch <laughs> of fur falls off onto you, hard one. Sorry you're dead, Uncle yeah, Red. Yeah, you know what? Uh, it ain't so bad. Now I don't got to worry about being good. I can just do whatever I want. <laughs> right. I know the boss here. Hey. You always said life sucks. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say life sucks, but maybe death rules. Death kind of rules. I'm not <laughs> I'm not hating it. Congrats, man. Uh, Gunther lets out uh, happy. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody keep on, loves keep Gunther. on. Um, and uh, yeah, you see uh, Lydia goes, all right, I can um, banish you back to um, the ruins of Iron Deep, what and from there you can treat. get up to Glade I Home. thought I was going to have to do plane shift. Save Y'all just spells. save me a seven save level your spells. spell. Oh, so hospitable. It's so cool when my mom banishes us. <laughs> <laughs> Rubs your head, hard one. <laughs> Lydia goes, because of... Um, Death coming through here and banishing a bunch of the troops in Ember Heaven. I don't know how much help will be in any kind of final battle, but oh. I do think that Shadowfell still has a part to play in all of this. Okay. Fiala killed a lot of people. Yeah. And should everything go to plan, there will be a lot of free and lost souls in the days to come. Oh, hell yeah, Ma. Shepherd them. To where they need to be. We trust you, General Stormborn. <laughs> <laughs> and I promise you, as the captain of Lorm Stormborn's sworn horde. <laughs> That's a mouthful. Fuck. <laughs> and, he, and he salutes her. <laughs> oh, so much of his beard was was in his mouth for that. Uh, I salute my mom and then hug her. Uh, gives you a big hug. Uh, she takes her sword out, stabs it into the ground, and with a wave of shadow energy, banishes you guys. Back to the material plane. Can I banish last so I can just give her a little, thanks, Lydia. She winks at you. Cool. Mm. Did my mom wink at you? (laughs) (laughs) Um, You guys appear back on the material plane. Uh, You guys are near where the dwarves were excavating and everything. Um, So you appear like under Gladeholm. You're quickly able to use like jaw jaw and your various other ways of um, flight to get back up to Gladeholm. Um, and as you arrive back there, you see that the populace uh, continues to grow. There are big magical construction projects in the city to extend it. The city is getting bigger every day. You see teams of mages moving slabs of rock to extend and um, blend in with the rest of the floating city. Uh, these are hard times, so you're seeing kind of the best 
and the worst of people. You're seeing a lot of people come together, kind of working day and night to make sure uh, the fellow citizens here are sheltered. Um, but you're also seeing some people give into nihilism. You see some um, folks with like masquerade masks staggering down the streets, drunk, pouring out of taverns, um, yelling, the end is nigh, the end is nigh. What, you about, know? The cri- what about the crick folk? What are they doing? Um, it's a, It's a mix. What? The end is nah! The end is nah! Petrie, what you doing? That ain't how we was raised. (laughs) He takes off his masquerade mask. Hey, how'd you know I was Petrie? It's a different (laughs) Petrie than you thought it was going to be. Well, it was this distinctive Petrie voice. Now go get back and help everyone. Uh, Go ahead and make a persuasion check. (laughs) Nat 20. (laughs) (laughs) Is he salutes you? Yes, ma'am. Just immediately runs over and starts like picking up rocks. Right, well, careful because you're a little buzz still. Yeah. Get him. Whoa, whoa. Get you see, some coffee he, first. He falls off the city and a mage has to like levitate him oh, and dear. bring him back. Uh, speaking of which, I got to feed my habit. I get a coffee. Yeah. Uh, you go and get a coffee. And uh, you guys see as you guys are working your way through the crowds and everything here, um, Moonshine, you feel a ping of Papa's little heartbeat. Being back on the material plane with him. Ooh. Um, I do a super high-pitched nose whistle that only Pawpaw can hear <laughs> to uh, rally him to my side. Um, you see, after a moment, um, Pawpaw comes scrambling through the crowd. Scrambles up into your bib and starts furiously licking your face. Pawpaw, I promised you a present. <laughs> And here it is. And I take out that little imp collar. (laughs) Um, You put on the little imp collar with the little... Stay still. Stay still. I don't want to snag your hair. He thinks that it's like you're trying to put his leash on or something. He starts playing dead like he died. (laughs) (laughs) Papa, it's good. You (laughs) want this. This ain't like (laughs) the leash, okay? He's pretending that he's dead. Uh, You put it on him and you see... You see at first he kind of like scrambles around like uncomfortable, does like a weird, that weird animal thing where like if you try to put like a shirt on like a a dog or a cat, they just start like flopping over not knowing how to live. (laughs) Um, But then you see this like kind of little wave of fire energy go through him and a flicker of fire in his eyes and he exposes his teeth and you see his fangs get a little longer. (laughs) (laughs) And he Damn. starts nodding. Wow, he can light his own cigarettes now. Look at you, you little infernal imp. Maybe you can come with me where I'm going. <laughs> um, and Moonshine, uh, Papa now has plus three to his attack and plus three to his damage. Yo! Yeah, I'm starting to feel bad I didn't get anything for Kaka. <laughs> <laughs> um, I look over at a street vendor who's actually selling Kaka's carcass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not Bird bad. Bird for sale. I don't know if Kaka eats birds. Thanks for thinking of it, Moonshine. <laughs> Looks pretty good to me, though. Uh, hey, yeah, sir. The end is nigh. Birds for sale. Ooh. Hey, Harwin, look over there. A slider How much stand. for that fowl? <laughs> uh, so as you, uh, you you guys arrive back in the city, how would you guys like to contact Tonathan Tinkle? Before we do that, should we maybe touch base with Erdan about spell components? Yes, we should talk to Erdan about spell components. You do know the generic spell components that Alanis gave you, those were just to kind of cast any spell. Those mm-hmm. were like broken down by magical means. Mm-hmm. Revivify takes diamonds. You could definitely just go to a store and use some of your gold and 
buy spell components. We're All rich. Right. Let's go shopping. Yeah, that's All the right. easiest you thing. You know what? Actually, Papa holds the purse strings now. <laughs> so <laughs> all purchases must be run by my attorney. Shit, Papa. He's looking ferocious as hell. <laughs> <laughs> can, can we please have some diamonds? <laughs> Starts biting at Just you. a few. We don't need that many. Um, I believe they need to be worth, what is it, 300 gold? Let me check the card. Um, they need to be, yeah, 300 GP each. Uh, so how much, how much of your guys' money would you guys like to spend on diamonds? <laughs> okay. Um, uh, wow, this is trashy. I can't believe we're getting diamonds. Are, were they ethically sourced? <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys go to this, um, very well-to-do, uh, jewelry store, <laughs> mm-hmm. and you see that the person behind the counter looks to be a relative of Ren. Oh, yeah, they're ethically sourced. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah, we found uh, there were these, like, little gnomes that were living in this little cave, and they were they were mining them, and then we had some uh, soldiers go there and just kind of take them. Via report So the soldiers I, were fine. Via report spores, I want to say, should we just rob this store? <laughs> I'd love to smash some glass with this hammer. <laughs> Um, I personally have 18,780 gold pieces and 24 platinums. Can we each get a diamond necklace? Yeah. <laughs> or like maybe, yeah. what's, oh, diamond anklets maybe? What yeah. do we think? <laughs> I, I think wouldn't mind a stud. I wouldn't mind replacing my uh, my belly chain. Oh, perfect. I'm going to get uh, earrings made of diamonds. Yeah, I definitely am also doing a nice cuff, Okay. A nice ear cuff. Diamond ear cuff. Oh, I love that. Yeah. You guys get iced out. Um, <laughs> how, how many uh, like diamonds are you buying? We'll say that each one is like a piece of jewelry, like a, an anklet. You want? No, I want a. I want like a necklace with like you know like those like a, a spinner rim on it. You know? Oh, I'll do a choker and a belly chain. Jesus a Christ. cursed yeah. combination. I'm gonna get uh, two anklets and then uh, two diamond earrings. I'll do toe rings. <laughs> okay. Give me the total of diamonds that you guys are buying, toe and then let's. Ring. Multiply it by three hundred. Uh, I'm getting four. Uh, two anklets, two earrings, so four for me as well. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna do a single, a, sort of like a cartilage ring on the on the tip of my. <laughs> that's kind of like what I'm doing. Oh, oh we're both elves. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what. Makes uh, sense. Yeah, that's the brother sister uh, <laughs> earring, and then I'm gonna do um, a pretty iced out like chain with like a big. Okay, emblem. So, two, so two for you, as long as it's okay with Papa. <laughs> Papa, okay. do you want any studs? Uh, any diamond studs for your collar? Rare. Uh, he <laughs> oh, yeah. nods. Papa will take one as well. Great. So that is 11 Bangalore, diamonds what total. About you? Oh, yeah. You trying to get in Do you want like this? a high school football ring? I would really like <laughs> a ring um, for my Fay Wild Village, if you guys wouldn't mind. Absolutely. Wow. And it needs to be a big diamond. <laughs> Can we get him like a big tuna necklace made of diamonds? <laughs> Christ. Why don't we get him, an- why don't we get him another uh, singing tuna, but it's made of diamonds this time? Okay, I have rise. counted 23 total. <laughs> I kind of want to. I think we should all get a Super Bowl ring. <laughs> guys, it's actually really sick. Um, it's going to cost you guys 6,900 gold. <laughs> Can we afford that? Yeah. We awesome. 18,000 gold and 24 platinum. Okay. Um, so write down 23 uh, spell components. Dope. That Shit. feels good. I yeah. just realized we should get something for Tonathan. Oh, yeah. Oh. 
Jonathan reads to me like belly button ring. That's nice. Yeah. I was going to say belly button ring. <laughs> yeah. It's going to it's going to take the price above 6900. You're right. You know no. what? Why don't someone just needs to sacrifice one of their things? <laughs> I'll t- so I'll go Super Bowl ring and cartilage ring <laughs> and, and I'll sacrifice my necklace. Uh, we, let's turn that into a really a really dangly belly button ring. <laughs> That's beautiful. I can't remember I if his belly button was There's pierced. nothing more considerate than getting someone you don't know if they have a belly button piercing a belly button ring. <laughs> You guys went in here like these down-to-earth adventurers, and you were coming out like the biggest douchebags that have ever existed. We gotta I'm look like, right. I'm becoming friends with Ren's uncle. And yeah, <laughs> sweet. You guys have now um, obtained 23 spell components. Um, we'll say these will count for like Heroes Feast as well. We'll calculate the amount of money and everything just to keep you guys honest. I think Heroes Feast is a is a grand. So couldn't I also just use? Money yeah, you could to just take that? you could just yeah, take some yeah. money off of uh, your sheet whenever you use it. Yeah. Damn, that's an expensive brunch. Yeah. In fact, Honestly, when was, you're rich, it's, it's nothing. I'll say take five grand off your uh, cool. off your sheet based on how much you guys have used already. Great. So you guys have spent almost twelve thousand gold, and you still have a lot left. Murph, this is this is almost really sick. Um, we have six thousand eight hundred and eighty gold pieces now. Shit, can, can I panhandle get... to get twenty gold <laughs> yeah, pieces? Sure. You guys have <laughs> you guys have sixty nine hundred. Were you trying to panhandle while we're wearing while we're all these wearing diamonds? <laughs> Your parents disown you. <laughs> Your mother sees you and throws you off the city. You know, I'll just go to Peepaw Luke and be like, Peepaw Luke, can you spot me 20 gold? You know why. <laughs> I know why. <laughs> Your but dirty you, daddy. You, you have the prized relic of the elves. What do you need 20 That's gold That's right. For? We could sell that. <laughs> <laughs> Prize relic of hell, <laughs> just for twenty gold pieces. Uh, okay, don't do that. I'll give you twenty gold not to do that. <laughs> I was joking, anyways. Actually, people, Luke, while you're here, do you know we are trying to get in touch with a very powerful wizard? Ah, well, you just happen to be in touch with a very powerful wizard right now, Excelsior. <laughs> you see, um, a mono worm appears under him and starts wriggling. Oh wow! Do you know by any chance, Jonathan Tinkle? He, uh, he lives in the Order of Well. It was previously a guy with a bunch of eyes. The Watchman. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he took over. Uh, if you can describe him for me, I can send a sending spell to him. A gnome with a belly button piercing. <laughs> At least a place for a belly button piercing. <laughs> he has a belly button. A pierceable belly button. A gnome with a belly button. <laughs> Do you want to tell me anything else about him? Um, um, oh, real scoopable. Extremely adorable. scoopable. Um, also has an owl companion, yeah. usually, and a third eye. That might be helpful. He also That's... rides. He also rides a silly little. Uh, a silly little. Uh, I don't know. Dune buggy. Interesting. Okay, this is good. The third eye is probably the big thing. Uh I will. Well, it'll be four eyes once he gets the belly button uh, piercing, because that (laughs) is in the shape of an eye. Okay, so I have twenty-five words. Is there like I I don't know this guy? How should I start? Hey, Jonathan. Hey, Jonathan. (laughs) Uh, it's the boobs. It's the boobs. Sup. (laughs) Sup. (laughs) Probably two or three subs. Okay. Sup. 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 We want to visit to destroy a powerful crown. You down. I think we should you ask down. Yeah, you down. down. You down. You down. down. Um, Tonathan. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> welcome, Nathan Yaffe. Oh, uh, thanks for having our me. Our secret guest to the podcast. It was torture not being mm. able to laugh out loud. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> listening to that shopping spree. At them breaking the game yeah. with how many uh, <laughs> spell components they can buy. Just holding in nice 
at the 69. It's the hardest thing anyone uh, can do. Yes. Uh, you get a message from a strange mage who says, hey, it's the boobs. Sup, sup, sup. Uh, need help destroying crown you down. Um... Let me, uh, I will respond with my own sending spell. Uh, sup, sup, sup yourselves <laughs> on my way now. I assume the large city, the floating city <laughs> is where you are? <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> wow, yeah, why didn't we think to tell him? Wow. He's so smart, we just knew he knew. Uh, Lucanus uh, sends back uh, that you guys are like near the university, and he gives you like Tell a more landmark nearby. <laughs> I will not. You can't miss us, we shine in the sun. <laughs> I'm break dancing on Jaja. Carts are pulling over in the bushes because <laughs> our bling is blinding them. I keep screaming, it's stage jewelry, it's not real, don't worry, we need your money. Uh, you guys see uh, Tonathan suddenly appears before you guys. Uh, can I can I make an entrance? Yeah. Uh, so uh, you see a uh, a large uh, winged reptile, uh, oh. a pterodactyl, flying down uh, from above you with several of the uh, Goliath monks uh, on on its back. And uh, as it lands, the monks get off, and the pterodactyl then turns into Tonathan. <gasps> Whoa! Wow, now he knows how much I love birds. <laughs> now that's a wizard doing it like a druid would. He has pizzazz. <laughs> <laughs> he certainly does. Excelsior indeed. Hey, which one of us is going to scoop him? Uh, I, I've already scooped him. He's on my shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I miss being I scooped ask by them you. That question, I turned back. Oh, okay. <laughs> Too slow on the scoop, guys. Yeah. Wow, you all look um, very fancy. Hello. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. We got a you little know. something for you. Hardwin, did you do something with your ears? Uh, yes, I I had I turned into a half elf. I did oh. something with my genetic makeup. Wow. <laughs> Neat. Yeah. yeah uh, but also, he got earrings. <laughs> That's, oh, oh yeah. that's probably what you're that asking. Was, yeah. <laughs> it was both <laughs> equal equal so, parts. Yeah, this is a cartilage ring, and it seems to be already infected. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, here I kind of like tweak it to uh, ah. rinsing touch it. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! None of our piercings will ever get infected. No now. one will ever be infected again. I am a walking bottle of Purell. Wow. I throw away my alcohol solution. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Tonathan, we got you something. What? Really? Yeah. Oh my god, I'm just so happy you guys survived the cataclysm. I knew you would. You, you're the strongest what? people I've ever met. What happened to your enclave? Oh, uh, I mean, we we took some some pretty heavy damage, but um, you know, I can kind of see the future a little bit, uh -huh. and yeah. um, they're they're pretty strong, so we did all right. Uh, there oh, are there okay. are more of us uh, outside the city. Actually, we were. We were headed here anyway, so uh, this, oh, okay. this all worked great. out great. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Anyway, lift your shirt. Oh, what? Oh, okay. <laughs> Just like plunge it into his belly button. Ah! <laughs> oh, right into the hole that was already there. <laughs> I knew I knew that about you. Deep down we knew. Just... Wow. Yeah, the monks were uh, training me with shuriken, and uh, I accidentally uh, oh, yeah. po poked myself there. That'll so. happen. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that tracks. Yeah. That tracks. 
So were you like up to anything or are you down to help us with this crown quest? Um, I mean, mostly just sort of trying to survive the end of the world. Um, Natch, natch. You know, we've been trying to keep ourselves as far away from civilization to uh, keep out of reach of Theala's Chosen, but now that they're all gone and it's the end of the world, I don't know what else we're using this information for. So may his all work together, right? Right, yeah. Well, so we essentially have, we're trying to figure out how to get rid of the Hellfire Crown. Yeah, the thing if, we were talking, we were going to go to hell is the thing. Yeah. Yeah. We essentially have- Hellfire Crown? Yeah, we essentially have a friend down there who's kind of wearing it for us and being as brave as he can, but we got to make that thing go away if we're going to figure out how to make hell better. Uh, Speaking of uh, headwear, is that a, is that the knowing to all? That you're wearing? Uh, it is. It is the Noah Thial. My daughter wears the Noah Thial. Oh I'm my borrowing God. it. I'm wow. borrowing it. You want to try wow. it on? I, uh... Here, give it a go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, what's mine is yours. Make a wisdom saving throw, Donovan. <laughs> Am I standing close enough to Bev to get his yeah, aura? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great call. Oh, uh, that's a nat 20. <laughs> You know what's funny is that crit first time I put it on too, I think. Uh, you guys just see Tonathan's eyes roll back, his third eye glows, and he just begins like humming. <laughs> As knowledge just fills your brain. You know what? It's, that's coming from the crown or the belly button yeah. ring. Is <laughs> Equally, I think. It's pouring out of both orifices, yeah. You know, it's like Laszlo always says, if it crits, it fits. Yeah, right? <laughs> Wow. Also, he's got telekinesis, so if you want to just like play around, to sort of do like a claw machine thing with things around, you okay, can do that. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'll... <laughs> <laughs> you see, Lucanus is fuming. What are you? Um, you're just like giving no, no, away. No, you're the... right. I'm sorry, people. Luke. I'm sorry. By the way, I saw you uh, Hulk out on those death specters. That Did shit you now? Ruled. Oh yeah, oh, we were watching. Yeah, yeah, ghost specters. Yes, we're. I, I assume you were on the other side of that. We had yeah. a bit of a scare last night. Um, yes. Uh, Egwene is, is all right. Good. Um, uh, she's, with, she's with Cobb now. Okay, okay. cool. Anyways, um, Jonathan, I'm really sorry. I'm going to take it back. But just no, yeah, it, for I'm, sure. Peepaw's you... looking pretty mad at me. Okay, <laughs> go, go for it. Thanks for letting me wear it. Though. Wait, hold on. I can telekinesis. I scoop every. I scoop all of it. Oh! The ultimate scoop. Um, Tonathan, I'll even say, as you're wearing the thinking cap, you think about what um, Moonshine was asking you, how to get rid of the Hellfire Crown. Oh, okay. Um, And you are uniquely qualified to answer something like this, even more so than Alanis, because you are the leader of this monk order. You guys guard this ancient knowledge that the Watchmen had. You guys had all these tomes and everything. Yeah, I've Um, been reading them up. Yeah, Uku gave you this um, third eye symbol, which at first felt like it didn't really do anything, but then as you read and as you gained more knowledge, you realized that it gave you um, essentially photographic memory. So every book you've ever read, you can like think of the page number. You're able to just like comb through your mind like a student um, studying through Let like, me go archives. to my mind palace, guys. Uh, I'm wow. sure I could find I'm something sure, yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, Tonathan, go ahead and give me a history check with advantage. Okay, so that's gonna be a 30. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you guys see um, uh, Tonathan rubs his temples. You see the third eye glows. Um, you see the thinking cap glows around him, creating this aura. And Tonathan, you begin 
going through your mind like a student in the library. Um, and you just start spouting out facts, like as you come across them to share with the team. Um, and this is um, what you know with a 30, which is crazy. Um, fact number one, the Hellfire Crown is a subcategory of cursed item called a spirit home. Um, there's an elven word for that. That means it is not inhabited by a proper curse, but rather one or more evil spirits. In the case of the Hellfire Crown, it contains the collective malice of the fallen archdevils of the Nine Hells. Destroying the crown would free those malevolent beings from their prison, it's often better to banish these types of items rather oh. than destroy them. Fact number two, the Hellfire Crown cannot leave the Nine Hells, but a demiplane created on the Nine Hells and connected to it through planar space is still considered the Nine Hells and under all of its jurisdiction. However, a demiplane offshoot of the Nine Hells is easily accessible by other nefarious folk, and the crown would easily be stolen unless... Fact number three, you were able to recreate the conditions of an ancient construct called the Astral Worm. The Astral Worm was a gargantuan worm construct created by the first people of Arathis with the express purpose of destroying cursed items safely. The Astral Worm was said to have a demiplanar belly that could digest magic and safely destroy curses over time. Fact number four, the spell used to create this destructive digestion has been lost. However, Tonathan knows that the spell would require, would require some kind of teleportation circle markings on the inside of the beast. If you could get a look at it, Tonathan, you think you could recreate it and teach it to moonshine. The astral worm has not been used in thousands of years, but was last recorded hibernating in its temple on the astral plane. The temple is on a moon that orbits the diamond blue astral pool to Mechanus, the goddess Arathis' home plane. This is the most bonkers shit ever. I know it sounds like I was making that up, but it's it's all it's all from the books. It's all information that I have in here. So. Did anyone else hear Astral Worm and think Starspawn? Starspawn. <laughs> it's got to be related. <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. So we are okay. looking for destructive magical digestion. So are we trying and, you to- You know, that's a solution to a lot of problems. Are we trying to get this worm to hell or do we just need to copy the spell the worm is using to di digest artifacts? Oh, I think, yeah, I think if I can see the teleportation circle on the inside of the worm, I, I should be able to, uh, with my third eye, be able to reproduce it and teach it to you. Oh, and then we could teleport the crown into its tummy? And then you could create a new prison like that. You could set oh, it up so that it could a live digestive in- digestive demiplane. Yes, it could live in Pendergreen's body. It could live in somebody else's body. It would need to be somebody who could survive the transformation. So like- Someone with a big, strong belly. Yeah, an automaton or some kind of monster. I look at Balnor. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> he nods. I think I could handle it. <laughs> Although I ate a candle last night, it didn't go well, so I don't know That's how true. a hellfire yeah. crown would go for me. The candle somehow survived and is yeah. like more flammable than ever. Yeah. I think you have a you have very, very uh, little stomach acid. The candle yeah. came out intact. I think the candle actually came out cursed. <laughs> Went in not cursed, came yeah. out cursed. The candle can cast Hellish Rebuke now. <laughs> okay, damn. So what... So we got to get you into that belly? Uh, or open the belly up, you know, uh, defeat the worm. Oh, Ooh. and is that worm just in the sky? 
It's in a palace on the moon uh, <gasps> around, that orbits the uh, Sapphire Star of Mechanus, which is the home of my deity, Arathus. What are we waiting for? <laughs> Hard one starts walking. <laughs> I'm just not God, sure exactly I missed that which confidence. way. Sorry. Um, did, is it okay? <laughs> okay. Then can I just plane shift us? To the moon? Hard one walks back towards the group. Oh, that sounds fine, too. <laughs> I think you would be able to um, get to, like, the rough area near Arathus's domain. Okay, then I, why don't I plane shift us to... Does anyone need anything here? Anyone need to grab snacks? Oh, Stop by um, Hudson News. Hi, by the way. I'm uh, Tonathan. Oh. Uh, Fantastic to meet another wizard. I'm yeah. Lucanus oh. Ertia. Excelsior. Excelsior, indeed. <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't introduce y'all. That's my dad. Wow, you didn't tell me you were bringing someone cool around. <laughs> Always hanging out with these oh, nerds. Please, you're, you're points, cool. to, points to Hard One. Usually it's just me and Beverly. <laughs> hard One kicks some dirt. <laughs> I've been riding his monoworm this whole time. Whoa. Whoa. The rest of my order of monks, I was only able to fly a, a few of them up here, are... Uh, right outside the city. Um, oh, I can make arrangements for them to uh, get up here. We can make arrangements to extend the city, um, start rebuilding your temple. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Oh, um, that's nice. I mean, we've yeah, we've just been sort of wandering uh, for a while. So any sort of amenities you have would be great, and they'd also be happy to help. Uh, we would be happy to help you. I saw you just essentially have a seizure and figure out how to destroy an ancient <laughs> artifact that no one else knows how to destroy. So no, I guess that is what happened. Happy to have you, you put on it board. that way. Oh, hey, great. Happy to be here. People, look, if we're going into the sky and, and doing all of these wizardly things, maybe you should come join us, unless you got responsibilities here. Oh. Well, um, uh, you see, uh, he looks uh, very touched, and he goes... Well, um, I do have some responsibilities here. I do. I should help with the Goliaths and whatnot. And you see, um, Balnor oh, uh, pipes up and he goes, "Well, I could. I can help out. I can get word to Erdan, or I can um, go down and meet with the Goliaths and stuff." I'm probably not so good in flying around in space. I'm more yeah. of a feet on the ground guy. <laughs> sure. So Last Lucanus, time we were in if, space, he took a ginormous shit. <laughs> that was in board. a hotel. That was in a hotel. And there was no clear bathroom. I want to make that clear to everyone. All right? We'll I would let like you know. to remind everyone I was in a card. Uh, let go of my shirt. Yeah, no. <laughs> we'll let you know if we see the turd, though. All right. <laughs> so we're doing a dad swap. Yeah, if you don't, if you don't mind, Balnor, I, I certainly was not trying to no, invite I, Lucanus in your stead by any means. Uh, B- Balnor goes, no, no, trust me, I would, again, would love to it's keep my feet on the ground. Space. Why don't sure. I go over, uh, I'll talk to these Goliath folk, um, we'll get the order set up. <gasps> Maybe they can train you a little bit, huh? Ooh, keep like that, that beef coming. Um, you see, oh, wait, Balnor, uh, I didn't really get to talk to you much uh, last time we met. I had made little uh, little figurines for the rest of these guys. Oh, yeah, you, you I, seemed, do, I do remember that part. I gave you a rock. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I made I made this I made this for you and I hand Balnor a little Balnor oh, he takes, figner, figurine. He takes his figurine. Oh wow, look at him. He's uh he's really uh 
This little guy, kind of like a little version of me, kind of reminds me of my son. Oh, no. Boy. Oh, 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 no. We should. Uh, it's beautiful. This is a great. You, you have your plane shift gift. ready? I or? have plane shift off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys, uh, plane shift off. You see, um, as you guys are getting ready to leave, um, Balnor does join the Goliaths. Um, and you guys get uh, uh, Lucanus as you as your next member as you guys travel to the Astral Very helpful. Yeah. Um, So you guys um, know like approximately where you need to go, but you're going to need to scope it out a little bit. There's not like exact coordinates um, and it's moving a little bit. Mm. Um, So you guys all plane shift to the Astral Plane and find yourselves in the purple silvery skies of space. Uh, You float in the Astral Expanse with various degrees of control. Um, Tonathan, Moonshine, and Lucanas are doing a little bit better than Hard One and Beverly. <laughs> Hard One is doing worst of all. It's just like, you just feel like you're kind of underwater and everyone else is just like floating really freely. Oh, I'm not used to this new big body. <laughs> I, uh, I cast Mage Hand and hold it out to you to sort of Aww. pull you along. <laughs> I grip it with my Super Bowl ring hand. You're, you're I able, cast, cast like, Chill Touch and my skeletal hand reaches out to you. Do you take it? Yeah, just have two hands on either side. All right, take a little damage. <laughs> One of them um, hurts a little more. Uh, you guys it shocked me. You guys see in the distance uh, the glowing astral pool of Mechanus, uh, this uh, diamond blue gate rippling with energy and affecting the gravity around it, pulling in bits of astral debris. You see nearby rocks and moons uh, hover around it, and you guys are able to pinpoint one that looks like it would most likely serve as the Astral Worm's temple. Um, everybody go ahead and give me perception checks. I, uh, I as a divination wizard, do have my uh, portent. So I, should, okay. I should roll those before we get too far Sweet. into the, the rolls. We got a four. So fun. We got an 18. Ooh. And we got a five. Nice. Three oh. portent rolls. Oh my gosh, portent. Love portent. Um, I got a 29 on my perception. Wow. Okay, I got a 15. I got a five. Uh, I got a 15 as well. Sweet. Um, Moonshine, um, you are able to see the most here. So Moonshine, you find one moon uh, that looks to be the most likely uh, home of the astral worm. You see that it has several huge holes in it, but they are too perfectly round to have occurred by completely natural means. It looks like this is maybe where the the worm burrowed to get in and out of its cave. However, you also see another giant hole that creates a jagged mouth to the cave. Um, And if the worm made this, it would have had to have like exploded out of the wall. It seems like a little bit unnatural. You also notice that the area around that floating moon has less floating debris and asteroids and stuff around As it. It looks some like some sort of explosion pushed it all away. A little bit. Hmm. Um, and moonshine, you also see just outside of the mouth of the cave is a Githyanki raider ship. <gasps> oh, I've heard about these. We actually met. So you met yeah, well, you met Zerai. one of the Githzerai yeah. mm-hmm. and the Githyanki, as um, Salas the Githzerai explained yeah, to you. They're very war warlike folk. The yeah. Githzerai are a collective who tries to gather knowledge, and the Githyanki are trying to plunder riches 
from the material plane, from other planes, and you see an enclosed battleship with sails that look like insect wings and don't appear to be made out of material. It looks like it's some kind of energy. There's also a battering ram in the front of the bow that looks menacing. And um, you see as you're watching it and kind of scoping it out, probably like hiding behind some debris, you see a few Githyanki pirates walk out onto the ship carrying like um, some kind of boxes, like some kind of treasure. And you also see a red dragon flying behind them carrying more. And that's where we'll end our- no, but we want to play more. Okay, <laughs> Sorry. immediately though. Well, it was great Beth, being here, guys. How, uh, <laughs> and Nathan's gone. How exciting is this though? Don't you remember when we were in the Astral Keep and yes. we were like, oh, I wish we could have stayed with and hung out with the Githzerayans yeah. and Yankee, and now we can. I'm we're so back. excited to not just hang out in a husk. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, you guys did not make the most of space last time. Yeah. Thanks for bringing us back to space. Yeah. Oh yeah, you got to. One I've more never time. been before. <laughs> also, like, you're gonna love it. I know we'll talk about this on the short rest, but immediate roses for we have to destroy the crown in the digestive juices of an astral yeah. worm. I'm that gonna shower shit you with roses. Rules. It's very. It's very it's cool. Hell. Hell Tune yeah. in to see who gets the roses and who gets the thorns. Wow. On the short rest. You know, it's rare that we end an episode and you guys aren't mad at me. So it's nice <laughs> to all be on the same side. We're beaming. When yeah. the dragon kills you guys next time, everybody will be mad. Um, <laughs> anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. You guys can head on over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash nadpod. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. Don't see. We are yes. not singing. Um, guys, uh, what do we got to plug? Let's start with our guest, Nathan. Ooh, watch Drawfee on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, Please do, yeah. Yeah, we, we make drawings and we tell goofs and it's a good time. Subscribe, hit the bell. Slightly <laughs> biased, but I think it's good too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Caldwell, what do you got? Uh, I would love to plug our P.O. box. We've got some new Ooh. stuff in there. Ooh. 1920 Hillhurst Avenue, number 222, Los Feliz, California, 90027. Please uh, hold your applause till the end, but we have a shout out for Megan J at Maid. J Knots on Twitter. That's uh, M A D J E Knots on Twitter. Hand knitted color coded dice bags. Uh, they are amazing. They're very fluffy and nice. They're all uh, coded to each of our characters. Uh, you Gorgeous. can find those on Etsy at Knit One Roll Two. Um, Christian H, aka Sergio Salazar, Sal- Sergio Salazar, Salazar Salomon, Salomon Sakurai, uh, sent us a handwritten note in a beautiful scroll and a Triforce dice. Whoa. It's a golden dice uh, shaped like a Triforce. It's amazing. Uh, Trele, the Crayfay and family, sent us some knitted cat butthole coasters. Oh. She's allowed to do that. I mean, it's, it is nice, though, because our cats are really bad about using coasters. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they're just putting their butts right on the yeah. ground. <laughs> Eric J uh, sent us a handmade two crew dice roller. Uh, it's a giant two that you can roll dice in. It is incredible. Uh, it's like a dice tower, um, and it's beautiful. Uh, you guys really need to check it out. Um, Alex LR sent a plushy squeak dragon and a Thor's hammer dog toy. Wow. Uh, so I'll probably be claiming those because I think I'm the only dog owner in the crowd. You never know. I'll take it back to New York <laughs> just in case. <laughs> just Show me the adoption papers, Your dude. lack of commitment with animals is hard one. <laughs> You're like, I would like the idea of a dog, but... As long as it cleans up after itself. Yeah. <laughs> 
We also got some very nice uh, notes, which I will shout out next time. I don't have the uh, names in front of me. But last but not least, uh, Chris S. sent us a massive cheese gift box with cheese curds, summer sausage, oh, cheddar, wine spread, stuff. and more. It is delectable, uh, and we are going to be extremely gassy for this next Three recording. Three bags of cheese curds. Three bags Spoil of cheese me. curds. I had one little shout I wanted to do, which I wanted to shout out the mods for our, like the moderators for the NADPOD Discord. There's a NADPOD oh, yeah. Discord. If you go to the NADPOD Wiki page, you can find it. So I just want to shout out Kestrel, Cat, and Agnity who are the mods there. And also shout out uh, DMC Dog, who's the moderator on our Reddit. Thanks, mods. Yeah. Thanks, mods. Yeah, thank you, guys. The mod gods. The Thanks, mod squad. Mod. <laughs> the mod squad. Um, and thank you to Nathan, our guest. Thanks oh, for coming. Yeah. Um, this was Pleasure. just a little preview. This was just an appetizer. Next week, we're going to get the entree, baby. We're going to make a meal of Tata. <laughs> we're going to make a meal of this little gnome. A hero's feast. Yeah. Uh, Jake, what do you got to plug? Oh, um, the my new podcast that I host with my brother, yeah. the Goat Show. Check John it out, Show. Goat Show Pod. Sweet, uh, guys, follow us on Twitter at chmurf is me at Caldies Caldwell at Yaxford's Emily at Jake Horowitz is Jake and Nathan. What's your Twitter handle? At at Nathan Yaffe. At at Nathan Yaffe. <laughs> yeah, twice wow. the at. Uh, it's very that dumb. Be, that must be really fun, but also so annoying. Yeah, I, d I didn't think about it when I made it. Because um, you could have gotten Nathan Yaffe, right? Prob mm -mm, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I think you could have. Maybe. Uh, and you can tweet about the show using hashtag NADPOD. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. You might still be able to we get it. Are, we are. Right. I think you said it. I don't think so. I don't think so. No, I checked. No, I just checked. Right now. Damn it. What is this? What is this? You're all fired. Youth of a nation. Oh, it's too late. I got it. Ah, it is time to thank our benevolent council of elders. Brad D, Dylan B, Danny P, Steelbreaker, and Jack L, a group of super tall halflings known as the Twicelings. They're actually just normal humans who don't like wearing shoes, but they do get to re-roll their ones, which is great because they're always accidentally stepping on Legos. Beardman Dan, Adam R, Danielle the Dastardly Dame, Alucard, and Alexander T, five Shadowfell soldiers under the command of Beverly Togold IV. Despite being skeletons and ghosts, they all agree that they've never felt more alive due to his inspired leadership. Haldor Frostback, Jordan DJ, Jeffrey S, Cutter W, and Andrew M, Red and Gunther's new ghost buddies. They spend their days hunting chosen soldiers by possessing glasses of milk and then spilling it on the soldiers' crotches so it looks like they peed themselves. Now that's good. Schubert the Mushroom, Elena C, Michael McDee, the mixologist, and Victor T. Balnor's boy. Githyanki pirates who steal software instead of treasure. During their last raid, they stole 500 copies of Adobe Photoshop. Ooh, and the entire Microsoft Office suite in one fans tra fan translated copy of Mother 3. Damn, that's a haul. Justin I, Jacob C, Elena M, Dana G, and Paul G, patrons of Bohemian Opera House who are honestly a little disappointed that the boobs never showed up to replace the actors and improvise a musical scene in order to win the favor of a noble in possession of a mysterious artifact. Oh well, there is always the next live show. Damiel R, Destin C, Jibe G, and David T, the creators of the Astral Worm. Holy shit, it might seem incredibly cool to you, but these engineers were actually just trying to make a new vacuum for their god Arathis, so they consider it a massive 
failure. Sorry to hear that, guys. Sergio Salazar, Solomon Zacharias de Sesuani, Michael L, Trele the Crepe, and Jory S. Lucanus's bowling buddies. Every other Thursday, they all meet up, drink exactly one and a half Bud Lights, and then use Mage Hand to bowl perfect 300s. Excelsior, indeed. Adam H, Ryan, Aaron G, Jake L, Michael K, M, the no miners who found the diamonds that the diamond sellers, sellers, soldiers, ethically, quote unquote, retrieved. Big Buck, Richard X Machina, Sam L, Troy Mixie, and Drew Nasty, the monks that showed up with Tinkle. Cool, currently teaching Balnor how to cut so that his newly gained bulk will look more vascular. That's important. That is very important. Josh S, Nicholas C, Austin C, and Kristen P, Hard One's new level five dwarven daddies who actually also have elf ears now, and that is adorable. Mike H, Matthew E, Samuel B, Okada, and Angel B, a group of ice tieflings. That is right, they are ice devils and will frosty rebuke you and kind of cold you, but also know how to ice skate. So that is kind of elegant on their behalf. TJM, the Gnome Barbarian, Trask the Traveler, Robert F, Paul and Megan, the twins, the makers of Card Day Cards. It's a Card Day Card, but it's also a card from the deck of many things, and it will trap you in a goddamn gem. Zolo Dolo, Nick B, Burley T, and Panama James, the producers of Bohemia's new hit dating show, Love is Blind, in which all the contestants fall in love without ever seeing each other and also have a level two blindness deafness spell cast on them. Now that's fun. Colton B, J, CC, Lulu, Aiden RH, and Robert P. Lydia, <clears throat> oh no, I'm gonna choke. Okay, I'm fine, I'm fine. If anybody's listening, I'm fine. I'll power through. Lydia Stormborn, Stormborn's personal chefs who are sworn to secrecy that every morning she drinks her first coffee from her world's number one mom mug. I got that for her. Or I got that for her. That's a hard one right there. Timmy R, Dimitri, J Dragonborn, and Zach C, the number one birthday candle manufacturers in Shadowfell. Papa will be re representing Balnor in a civil suit against them for making their candles too rigid to pass comfortably. I really, you'd think that Balnor would lose that case, but he's got Papa, so you really never know. Lucas B, Jordan L, Talith X, and Mateo C, a group of Iron Deep Dwarfs who were scooped into the Feywild instead of Shadowfell. Uh-oh, they are currently in a big field picking flowers where nothing can possibly go wrong. Until Kaylee, Elise, Barnesinator, Mick Pucks, Christian A, and Jens Christian T, a bunch of frozen dwarves in Deep Hollow who sensed the wrestling match between King McGannis and Hard One and instinctively began body, sla body slamming people. Cool. The widow woke the next morning to dozens of dwarves powerbombed through folding tables. Awesome. Devin W, Chenwa B, Jared E, Persephone, and Eric McD, a team of competitive scoopers at the university who were devastated to find out that they missed Tonathan passing through Gladehome. The state scoop off is in just 10 days, and the only person they have to scoop is Denny, who frequently pisses himself. It's a wet scoop. It's a moist scoop, folks. Reese NS, Eric and Andrea B, Jay Parker, Jonathan O, and Austin MR, the emotionally available skeletons who helped Lydia become such a good listener. They practice trust wall exercises twice a week and have only destroyed one skeleton beyond reanimation. That's actually not a bad record. Stephen C, Maxwell C, Mike K, Omri M, and Callum L, a gang of evil spiders who scooped up the frozen dwarves and dragged them deep into the haunted minds of Deep Hollow. Boy, is Lydia going to have egg on her face tomorrow. Scott D, Nothor the Prodigy Ranger, Mikon G, Dan, and the Red Rain, high elf Instagram influencer. Ooh. 
who were forced to spend their fortune on diamonds to keep up with the band of boobs, fresh looks. Following Tonkin's lead, they all pierced their belly buttons with shurikens and are currently fighting off horrible infections. You got to be careful of those. Richard C., Karen T., Curtis S., Nathaniel P., and Nikki W., a group of worms from the astral plane who also have notoriously weak stomachs. Uh-oh. So don't put any cursed crowns in those bowels. They actually prefer a diet of uh, water and bread. So thank you. Andrew B., Christian B., Nicholas P., Kevin M., Rahul N., and I am the Atlas Tonathan's Tutors, which is good because it does take a team of six brilliant monks to teach Jonathan a single new thing. They actually just taught him about the Witcher. That's right. They're big fans. Maribel the Kitty Morphing Gnome, Joe McGee, Meta Amps, Atticacy, Amy W. and Luke H., a band of barbarians who got their asses kicked by Lucanus. Damn, we didn't know he had it in him. And neither did they, but they are all happy for him, even though they are a little hurt. Kelvin Noodles, Grace G., Lance, Esme, M, Gary J., and Casimir the All-Knowing, the maintenance team that keeps the Dwarf Daddy's hot tub hot. You'd think they use it magic or some kind of fire, but no, they all just rub their hands together super duper, super duper fast. Spencer Caskbrew, Eric G, Michelle O, Gage M, Jen R, number one Beverly fan, uh, and Tingle the Bard, aka Grant, a group of no miners who recently robbed an elven, who were robbed by elven soldiers of their precious diamonds. Uh oh. The gnomes were mad till they saw Tonathan's belly button, and now they're honestly kind of cool with it. Feldanis, gone off, I'm hopeless. Dave H. and Redneck Roof, champions in the Chosen's Milk Pong League. Whoa. It's only a little hard to make the cups. The real talent that they have is actually being able to hold down all of the milk that they have to chug. All right. That is it. Thank you. You honor us. That was a HeadGum Podcast.